Hey there, and welcome to the One Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at one of our services. If you'd like to know more about life at One Church, visit us online at weareone.church or check us out on social media. My name is John, by the way, as Louise and I are the pastors here in One Church, Gloucester. And uh, thank you for coming to our second carol service of the day. And it's great to have you with us. Uh, we're having a lot of fun today. And uh, as soon as the service finishes, there's loads of stuff to do outside as well. Um, and we began our carol service this afternoon uh, with a little kind of storytelling scene. And the storytelling scene finished uh, with this line. It finished with this line. It said, this was the beginning of the Christmas story. This was the beginning of the Christmas story. And I think, I reckon, everyone in this room, you and I included, all fall into one of four different categories when it comes to when Christmas actually begins. I'm not talking about when Tesco starts selling mince pies mid-September. I'm like, when does Christmas really begin? And then here's, here's the four categories we all fall into, okay? First category is 1st of December. That's when Christmas begins and not a day earlier. The second category is once I've seen the Coca-Cola advert, holidays are coming, holiday. or, uh, or the John Lewis advert, which is kind of like sneaking up on it, isn't it, for popularity? Maybe it's when you finish school, when you finish work, that's when Christmas begins for you. Or it's just as early as possible. Like, I have my decorations up all year round, uh, wherever you fit. So just by show of hands, okay, let's just see in our second carol service today who fits where on this. So if for you, Christmas starts on the 1st of December. Just give me a wave. It begins on the 1st of December. Wow, okay, that's a big chunk of us, you know, until I am rewarded with a tiny chocolate behind a tiny window that is not Christmas for me. Good. Uh, okay, what about if you, well, once you see the Coca-Cola advert or John Lewis advert, a few fans out there for that are very good. Uh, when you finish school or work, that's when Christmas starts and I finish work. Okay, and uh, okay, and then Christmas begins for me as early as possible. Okay, yeah, you uh, wish it could be Christmas every day, yeah, you bunch of wizards. Ah, dear. Is it Christmas every day in your house? Is that really what's going on? Can you imagine that? Imagine the expectation. Imagine all those Christmas dinners you've eaten. By the time you get to like mid-March, that's insane. So, well, wherever we fit in that group, we, we, we know that once Christmas begins, whether that's the 1st of December or whether that's when you finish work, once Christmas begins, we know, don't we, that once we get into that mode, there's so many things that we are whisked away back to traditions and pastimes and hobbies and things that we just do this time of year. In fact, loads of us are going to do something this year because we did it last year. And plenty of us are going to do some things this year because, well, we've always done that. We've always done that. And that's because once Christmas begins, we are, we are taken right back, aren't we, to some of the great memories that we have of Christmas, uh, Christmas time and Christmas days. And then we have children and then we force them to partake in our traditions that we have had for decades. And as soon as Christmas begins, we're taken back, aren't we, to, to do these things. I had a little moment with my son, Cole. He's four and we were getting the decoration out and you know like one of the most important jobs to do when you get the decorations out you've got to test all the lights haven't you, you know, test all the lights so uh, it was always my dad's job and now it's my job so I'm seeking to show my son the way of my household we test the lights 
Now, really, like all it is now, plug it in and then just find the one that's not working, pull it out, put a bulb back in that is working. It's dead easy. I don't remember when you were a kid because I was instantly taken back to me being four and with my dad. And you would have to take every bulb out and replace every bulb to find the one that was letting the whole team down. Don't you remember when lights don't make them like they used to? Come on. Uh, and I was taken back to that moment with my son and back to that moment where, with my dad of... Just all those great memories of Christmases growing up. Um, but the question that I just want to encourage you with and, and let this stick with us today in our carol service is this. So what if we love Christmas not just because it takes us back, but what if it could also take us forward? And we've been talking for a number of Sundays in our Christmas season here at church about why we love Christmas. And we still love Christmas. It hasn't got boring yet. And, and there's loads of reasons we love Christmas. It helps us tap into some really deep truths. And, and one of the reasons we love Christmas is because it takes it back. But I think one of the best things about Christmas, if not the best thing, the reason I love Christmas is because it doesn't just take me back, but it's also going to take me forward. What if the arrival of Jesus in that manger that we're told through some of the songs that we sing and through the Bible that he was Emmanuel, which means God with us, he, was, he came to be the presence of God, to show us that there would be a way that you and I as humans could interact with and experience the divine, but not somewhere else on a cloud somewhere, but like right here on earth. We get to experience God, and that's what Jesus came for. Now, surely that had to be for more than just a stable. Surely that had to just be more than just a Bethlehem. What about of all those things that we sing about in our carols of hope, and joy to the world, and joy and peace, and these beautiful things of generosity that we celebrate at Christmas. Well, what if they weren't just for Christmas time, but if they could take us forward? And I don't think Jesus came to start a religion. I think he came to show us that there could always be a way where you and I could meet with the divine. And by doing so, we experience these things like love and joy to the world and peace and hope and outstanding generosity that we get to experience those things in our lives right now by following him. Uh, Lisa said that we are all about growing you to live big and, and when we say things like that it's that kind of thing that we're talking about. Not trying to get people to join a club or sign up to a religion or do we get to tick a certain box on a survey once you've renewed your car insurance. But that there's something of a journey that we're all on. And as parents, we get the opportunity to create environments that our kids grow up in. And we've made the decision that an environment that is full of hope and love and joy and peace is the kind of place we want our kids to grow up in. There's um, a video that was doing the rounds on uh, social media. Some of you might have seen it. Um, and the reason it's got popular is because it's the kind of thing that lots of us are going to do. If you have kids, this is a great free Christmas thing to do. Uh, not as good as today, obviously. <laughs> but uh, go out. When, it, when, the, when, the, when the sun's gone down and it gets dark, go out with your kids in the car. And you can even get maps online of all the best places in Gloucester to see Christmas lights. Because there's some streets in Gloucester that have done an amazing job, right? Now, this video isn't from a street in Gloucester, but it is a street that has gone to town. Like, everybody, almost everybody is in on this. And they've got all their lights out. It's amazing. So ha have a look at this, right? This street, imagine if you lived on this street, how cool this would be at Christmas. I mean, they have really, really gone for it. They've got it. They oh. 
Oh, number seven. Uh, but then they've got it, and they've got it, and they've got it, and uh, but yeah, they've got it, and everybody else along the street have got it. Can you imagine living at number seven? Can you imagine? I'm sure, like, I'm sure that whoever lives at number seven has a really good reason, and they must hate this time of year. I'm sure they must have a really good reason why they have not got their lights up. But we can't help but look at that and think, like, poor, poor person. Like, everybody else gets it. Everybody else is, like, well up for this whole Christmas experience. They're like, no, not me, thank you. <laughs> and this is, what's, this is the thing I just, wanted to, to, I just wanted to leave you with this thing. There's a, uh, a little bit after the Christmas scene that we see in our nativities. It's, it's, in fact, it's eight days after Jesus is born. All, all the, the angelic hosts have gone back up to the heavens. Uh, the wise men have followed yonder star back to where they came from. At least I hope they showed them the way back out of courtesy. Uh, the shepherds have made their way back to the fields that they were working in and, and all the people have gone back home and you've got Mary and Joseph and they take this little baby Jesus to the temple to be dedicated and in the temple they meet this guy called Simeon he's like this old sage this man who, who spends his life in the temple and has been longing to longing to see the coming Christ and Luke chapter 2 in the Bible describes what this man Simeon says as he holds baby Jesus in his arms and it says this I can die in peace as like, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. I can die in peace. I've seen your salvation, a light to reveal God to the nations. He saw in Jesus at just eight days old what we're meant to see when we look at him every Christmas once a year. We're meant to see in him his salvation. We're meant to see in him that he is a light to reveal God to the nations, not just for a town called Bethlehem, not just for the ancient Near East 2,000 years ago, but for you and me today, that he is a light for us. And when he's the light, we start to see these things like hope, love, joy, and peace in our every single day. We come to these carol services, don't we? And some of you might have come to these since we've been doing them back in the leisure centre and, and now the last couple of years in our building here. And, and, and it's like we, we're singing, but there's something else going on, isn't it? Like these guys are like leading us and, and it's more, there's more going on than just a song. And it's like lights are going on all around you. There's people that seem to just get this, that there's something that I can get into here. There's something I can get my teeth into, something that can get into my spirit, not just into my ears. And it's like the lights go on. And my prayer for you today is that when you see everyone else's lights going on, you wouldn't be like number seven. You're like, not for me, thank you. But actually our prayer for you today would be that you've thrown yourself into it. And you make a step today that makes a decision to let Jesus not just be something that takes you back to the Christmases of before, but that let Jesus be something that helps you take your Christmas forward. So whether that's next Sunday or into your new year as you start to think about how you want your next year and the rest of your life to shape up, I think these are good things to think about. Can I pray for you? Yes. Father God, thank you for this opportunity we have today. What a great day to celebrate you and to have fun with our families and have a great sing-along and sing these carols. And I pray God, all the things we're doing today and in this season that are traditional it's because they, they take us back to our childhood so they take us back to even the traditions that outlast our generations and God I pray there'll be something that happens in our Christmas time together that doesn't let Christmas be something just for the past but it will take us forward also Jesus let you be our salvation and our light Amen 
You've listened really, really well. Thank you so much.